I'm nice. And I'm naughty. And, and we're, we're both 40. 40. We're going to tell you how it really is. From our perspective. Tune in on Sundays at 2 p.m. As we dish on topics we're sure you can relate to. Welcome to the third episode of Nice, Naughty, and 40, Season 3. I'm Tanya, the nice one, and my best friend Michelle is the naughty one. (laughs) And to our returning listeners, we thank you for your continued support. And to our new listeners of 2022, we appreciate you checking us out and hope you like what you hear. And will subscribe to us on your favorite podcast streaming service and email even recommend our podcast to your family and friends yes and while you're at it why not join our social media family follow us on instagram at nice.naughty.40 and join our facebook group at nice comma naughty and 40 spelled out tanya and i would love to hear from you and see your post we sure would and you know I mentioned earlier that this is our third episode of the third Mm. season. I love the number three. (laughs) Me too. Me too. It reminds me of fairy tales and fables. (laughs) The three little pigs, Goldilocks and the three bears, click your heels three times, Mm -hmm. and everyone seems to live happily ever after. (laughs) But these characters tend to experience so many conflicts and changes to get to this point. So I was thinking... Thinking what, Tanya? Um, I was thinking that we could talk about how we deal with the potential conflicts that come with embracing change. Change. Hmm. Okay. I sense a deep topic coming. Well, it can be as deep or light as you want. Mm. Okay. Take the first question, for instance. Mm -hmm. I think we all feel like we've got it figured out in our late teens and 20s. (laughs) And, you know, in what ways have you changed since then? I mean, I think this could be a fun one to answer. So, So what do you have, Michelle? Um, okay, so <laughs> since how m- have I changed what I thought, you know, I wanted since I was younger? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I've changed, like, as far as my goals okay. and everything, because I didn't want kids. Mm-hmm. I wanted to uh, move to New York, and I wanted to be a, a groupie, or what you call <laughs> it, a jump off for Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. I was going to be a side chick. Uh, this was in my t- early 20s before I met you know who or whatever but I used to be like yeah I just want to live a nice life I want to have a little tiger mm-hmm. <laughs> so um in my teens I'm not sh- I think I just wanted to go to college and you know um actually I wanted to be a doctor at one point okay. um so it changes so much mm-hmm. but I, I mean I feel like um now I have more of a sense of security okay. you know I'm more confident and you know I'm definitely stronger Awesome. You know, so I think that, yeah, it's a lot of change that came with that. That's good. Those are good. (laughs) (laughs) So, Tanya, um, okay, a few ways you've changed. Um, I'm still eager for you to share, like, what your changes were. Because I know you had it all planned out when you were younger. (laughs) You know what? A lot has definitely changed for me from from when I was younger Mm -hmm. with, like, the physical side, obviously, gray hairs, dry skin. I stay 
have dry skin. <laughs> yeah. My husband, uh, he clowns me all the time about, you know, looking like I was playing in flowers. But <laughs> my, that's funny because yeah, they say light skin yeah. people don't get ashy, but yeah, y'all but, do. Uh, y'all do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm always, yeah, I'm always ashy. You know, hair growing in weird places. <laughs> yes. Uh, you see, I didn't talk about any of yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Well, I haven't had my caffeine today. I wasn't talking about my personal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I mean, I I feel like though I can still be perceived as too nice as I was in my teens and twenties, that mm-hmm. I've definitely toughened up more. Yeah, and I've become a bit less patient. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, maybe it's because I'm older or just life experiences. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, who've shown me the dark side. Like I think about like when I used to drive when I first got my license and I would let everybody in and then oh after a while I'm like, I'm not letting anybody in. So yeah. I feel like that's the same idea that that dark side that when people treat you a certain way after a while it makes you behave a certain way. Uh, not mm. totally, but you know. This, I mean, I think it's this idea of like every man and woman for himself when I see that so much that it impacts me in the way mm. where it's like, you know, I'm not going to take any junk off of anyone anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to let people get over on me. And not that mm. I'm going to treat other people mean, but mm-hmm. that I'm going to try to put up more of a guard. And I certainly have done that more mm-hmm. so. Um, something else has changed for my teens and 20s is that I kind of miss is being more of a dreamer and an idealist that I had so many big dreams and (laughs) passions and things I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and you know that like I want to rap I want to act and not that those things can't happen but you know we're in a different (laughs) place now yeah I still have dreams today but I find myself leaning more towards being a realist and not that there's anything wrong with being a realist, but I think that's because of the responsibilities that we wound up having in our 40s that we didn't have in our teens and in our yeah. 20s. But it's weird because there's something happening in my 40s where I feel this resurgence of the idealist side. Oh, that's it's, good. It's coming back again. That's good. <laughs> now, I do dream of hitting a lottery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the only dream I really have right now. It's like, oh, if I hit the lottery, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this where it is. So, okay, I have a question for you. Okay. I'm wondering, do you think change is important? Oh, do I think change is important? My favorite <laughs> word is about to come up. Absolutely. Or as Michelle likes me to say, absolutely. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, change is what molds us. Yes. It takes us to the next level. Like when we were talking about fairy tales, when I think about some of my greatest accomplishments, mm-hmm. they're associated with major changes. And, you know, yeah. Sometimes uh, they're, you know, precipitated by me like it's something that I orchestrated Mm -hmm. and other times there are changes that are forced upon me and I don't like them necessarily but I feel like they help me grow yeah if you want to learn about yourself and how you handle things then a change (laughs) will do it for sure yes (laughs) that's so true what's your thoughts on this one Michelle um, yes, change is very important mm-hmm. to me. Um, you see how much I've changed up my hair, you mm-hmm. know, like I like change <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> and it's crazy. I, I like change. I don't like to be the same, like 
I don't know. It's very important to me. I think with change comes prosperity mm-hmm. or betterment of oneself. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yeah, sometimes I have some hairdos. I'm like, ooh, I went too far. Like when I did that bleach, bleach blonde, every but time I looked in the mirror. You are in your life, too. Like yes. when you look back on yes. changes in your hairstyles, you know? Yep, I can see. I cut my locks off. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's when I was going through the divorce. I was mm-hmm. turning 40. So it's like a lot of times it is all part of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some of the changes you make may not be good. So you tweak it and learn not to do that again, you know, such as trying to cut your own bang. I remember doing that. <laughs> I did you that know? in <laughs> No, I did mine. I was like in my mid-20s and I'm like, okay, and you're trying to make it even and next thing you know, there's no bang there. Your hairdresser is yelling at you. Yeah, never cool it. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> learned my lesson oh my gosh I had to wear a headband until it grew out she's mm-hmm. like look you can just wear your hair back because she couldn't <laughs> fix it so you know things like that mm-hmm. you know so I'm wondering why do you think people struggle to embrace change or you know even for yourself what do you think is one of the most difficult changes you've ever had to make Michelle Oh, first I would say that I think people struggle to embrace change because you don't know what is going to happen. So it can be scary, you know. Uh, The biggest change I've made from, you know, for my life was like was divorcing and not knowing if I could provide that lifestyle for me and my kids alone. You know, it takes balls and a lot of time (laughs) of being fed up. Yes. And thinking about the great escape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember one time when you read, I told y'all you read my diary and I said, I can't wait to hit the lotto so I could buy my freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was so mad because he's like, you got me out here telling me, make sure I don't forget to buy the ticket, the lottery ticket so you can leave me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was afraid for a long time because yeah. I didn't know what was on the other side, yeah. Yeah. you know, but not knowing like, uh, you know, because I, I like nice things and you know, I was thinking maybe I won't be able to have that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was a lot of bumps and retreats and uh, like, oh my goodness, did I, should I have done this? And it was a lot to it, you know, but I was also, you know, um, still in love with someone that didn't love me the way I needed to be loved. So I had to take a leap, yeah. you know, um, I had to leave and, and look at God when I jumped in uh, my parachute, it like one side open, I got a little bump, then the other side, but it eventually yeah. all opened yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So I know it, at first you're probably like flailing, like, oh my yeah, God, oh my yeah. God. I'm like, oh my God, I can't pay this bill. Oh my God, my son asked it for yes, this. I can't do this. Yes. Then he's like, I ain't got no money. I'm trying to figure out where you know. land. <laughs> yeah, because it's like once the once the divorce was done, mm-hmm. oh, the joint account was closed and it was mm-hmm. I ain't got no money. It was just like, oh shoot, you know, it was rough. But man, I mean, you know, as far as I got like hit with a couple cliffs, I mean by you know, like jagged on a few of the cliffs, mm-hmm. but it opened. And you know, I remember actually one of the holiday seasons years ago. I was thinking about that um, recently. Mm-hmm. I was like actually contemplating hurting myself. This was about two years ago. And it was like the holiday. I remember praying and looking at, uh, I was looking at Pastor Waller. Um, He had a sermon. It was uh, actually New Year's Eve. Okay. And I watched it and um, I just felt like I was a failure at that point. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was letting my sons down. I couldn't provide for them the way, you know, they were like kids of divorce. You know, they act out. Yeah. They don't understand why my parents are not together anymore. And 
they were acting out on me because I'm there with them. So it was it was like so rough. But um, I felt like, all right, if I'm not here, then they will go be with their dad and he'll take care of them the way I can't take care of them. But um, man, did it get better? Like you I'm gotta. I'm so glad you didn't go through with that change. Yeah, like yeah. man, that was a hard. That's a bad place to be. It's yeah. so hard, but you really have to have your faith because even coming out of it, I just I don't know. I still and it's like oh my god, major things are happening for me now, which I didn't know was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's like coming out of it you only thing you got to hold on to is that god god got you yeah because that's all you got really and it's like okay i know it's something better you didn't bring me this far to just leave me Mm -hmm. you know and i don't want to make it all religious and everything but at that point when you are in that moment where you really just like feel like you can't go on no more it, it helped you know but I would feel like because it's it's easy to hold on to the why is my life so hard and everybody else's is easier without effort, you know, everything. You look at things badly, but look at where I'm at now. That's I'm like, right. oh, my goodness. Did you die, though? No, I did not. God got me. <laughs> so what's your take on this, Tanya? I ain't mean to get that deep. No, no, no. Tell my business, but (laughs) yeah, but I just want every anybody that is feeling like that. Oh my god, please hold on because it gets better. Like you can't believe it. Mm, Yeah, yeah, you know, and I I totally agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, that, I mean, I think that uh, people they struggle to embrace change because it's synonymous with conflict. Mm. Like when you were sharing your own experience, all Mm. the conflict that you're going through Mm -hmm. is basically like you're in a fight. Yes. You're fighting for your life, whether it's figurative or literal. That is so true. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, there's going to be times when you're against the ropes. There's going to be times when you're on your knees trying to get back up. Yes. (laughs) You're sweating your eyes. Like, oh gosh, and there's a few people on the side saying, Come on, get up. And but you're like, the, It may not, maybe there's no one, or you mm-hmm. don't feel like there's anyone because there's so much sweat, you can't yes. even see anybody cheering you to get up. And you're just like, I'm gonna just lie here, yeah. So, yeah, I think that whole idea of the conflict, mm-hmm. I mean, even including me, I don't like conflict, yeah, I try to avoid it. So, yeah, if change is synonymous with conflict and more times than not I'm not going to embrace change unless I'm the one who's initiating the change and it's yeah. actually what I want you know yeah. I, mean, I think also if you're someone who likes order and routines like me, <laughs> <laughs> experiencing change can be off-putting mm-hmm. um, I'm already thinking about uh, different changes, you know, as our semester is underway and all in teaching, and there are certain times where there might be a snow day, or this mm-hmm. might happen, or that might happen, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to change the syllabus. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, so that's something that may not seem that big, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, I don't feel like having to do that. <laughs> and so one of the most, I don't have to say for myself, though, even in bringing up the syllabus, one of the most difficult changes that I experienced was and, and you had brought up like you know saying like from a religious standpoint but just mm-hmm. stepping out on faith and yeah. I left my administrative position oh yeah yeah to teach as an adjunct professor and anybody who's listening who is an adjunct or you know someone who is you know that there's no job security there mm-hmm. even if they really like you you can get bumped at any time yeah uh, if 
there is a course that's not going to run for a full-time person and mm-hmm. you have everyone in your class guess what they're going to bump you and give it to the full-time person it's not yeah. personal so you don't know if you're going to eat or not and so i mean i definitely was nervous and though i mean it was something that i knew i had to do yeah i mean i mentioned this in the previous episode about how it was a toxic environment yeah. that i was in yeah and i had to leave and i felt like God put me in that position to force me to leave so I would take the adjunct position. But even still going through that change, like you mentioned, the uncertainty, Mm -hmm. not knowing how things were going to go and not feeling like initially feeling like my parachute was opening. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you got to try not to panic. Yep. Because (laughs) once you start panicking, it gets even worse. Yes, it does. And, And so I think that's part of the issue, too, is that when you're going through that ex- that uh, experience when you're going through that change at least for me in that moment mm-hmm. it was a huge struggle because I didn't know how it was going to pan out and, yeah. and sometimes you're not supposed to know but you yeah. just have faith okay this is going to work yep. out this is going to be all right <laughs> but then at the same time you're like I can't show panic but I am because you know then you don't know yourself. who's observing yeah. you and then there's some people like wow that's so bold of you like I'm mm-hmm. quite sure even like when you when you got divorced there may have been some people like girl I'm mm-hmm. glad you left her or whatever yeah. right <laughs> that's the best change you ever made you thinking to yourself exactly but yeah i mean that I is think, so true yeah, i think that, i think that's one of the main at least to me that's some of the main reasons that people struggle with change yes it is you know what and then with that if i can just say real mm-hmm. quick too when you when we talk about up against the ropes yeah you know folks if you up against the ropes we could do a show about this later on yeah. but one of the things that i i found out is that if you are like behind in your credit cards do you know that you can get a hardship like where they take it down to zero interest and you could pay like a low minimum payment yeah. i did not know about that so that's one of the things where i was up against the ropes like yo i was up like getting beat up and yeah. the lady finally told yeah. me i said i'm divorced and my ex-husband won't do this, this yeah. and, that. and she was like girl let me tell yeah. you she told me call all my creditors it was like it was so yeah. helpful yeah. but we definitely don't have to circle back to that <laughs> yeah have, you know our Oh, finance. the finance. Yes, yes our yes, finance finance person yes, on again. Yes. yes. So, you know, I'm all about embracing um, and, you know, being true to myself mm-hmm. and don't care what people think. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I'll say yeah, I don't care, but, you know, I guess a, a little bit I probably do. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be me, though. So with that being said, what's one thing you think you will never change about yourself? Never change about myself. Even though I said that I've gotten a little hardened from being cut off in traffic and stuff like that. I can picture you on the steering wheel like, nope, not today. I have a shirt that says that with Marvin and Marshall on it. Oh my God. Nope, not today. But I mean, I don't think I'll ever change my ability to find the bright side, even if Mm -hmm. it's a negative situation or I'm having a rough time. And I think an excellent example of that is the start of this new year. I was so excited. I got these new goals and positive changes I want to make. And my plans were thwarted (laughs) as I started the new year with a cold. I'm Mm. grateful it wasn't the ever-evolving COVID (laughs) and its many variants. Yes. It's penetrating vaccines (laughs) and all that stuff. But I was still knocked out Mm. for about a week. 
And this is how serious it was. I canceled my kickboxing classes. Oh, wow. <laughs> which I never do. Never. <laughs> and it's, you know, um, when I feel like when it's a change that I'm blindsided, blindsided by, mm-hmm. it it gets me for a minute mentally. And I okay. think that's natural. Yeah. But I try not to let it change me for the worse mm-hmm. or stop me from seeing the positive. So mm-hmm. initially I was upset and I'm like, man. But then <laughs> I, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? I'm getting this out the way early on. So then I got the rest of the year <laughs> yeah. to do my thing. Not yeah. that I won't ever get a cold, you know, in 2022, but I felt like, okay, I started off the first week this way. That yeah. means, you know, like when people say, if you're at the bottom, there's nowhere else for you know, the, but top, the, yes. the top to get up. And, Not that I was always at the bottom, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. I felt yeah, for like, you, yeah, I that's felt a like, knock man, down. I can't work out. And then some people are like, what? You, you, you upset because you can't work out. What? But now you're immune to it, to yeah. whatever that cold was. So that's yeah. a good thing. Exactly. That's a positive. Yeah. So I'm always looking at that. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm dying to know your answer to this one, Michelle. You know, my my answer is I will never uh, change being nice to people. Mm, good, good. Um, yes, I am nice to everyone. <laughs> you know, um, I speak to people that don't speak back. Mm-hmm. I automatically hold others, uh, other people's feelings, you know, at a higher regard than my own. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm actually used to, you know, I used to pray like, oh, man, I wish I could be a bitch. I don't Why want to say that word, say but that way? Like, man, short. <laughs> I just wanted to be, I just wanted, you see how I say the word, like, yeah. I just want to be one of the women that's just mean and don't care and say mm-hmm. what she feel. You know, even with my ex-husband, I still was like, well, you know, you can't break the, um, what you call it, the uh, pride too mm-hmm. low and, you know, so worrying about everybody else. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to be mean and say what I really want to say and not care. Mm-hmm. But that's not who I am. You know, I hold my tongue a lot because um, everything does not have to be said. Yeah. You never know what people are going through, you so know. True, so so true. I don't want to change that about myself anymore. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll get a clerk back to $20 before my mind can catch up and say, Hey, that could have been your damn blessing. Like, I'd be like, dang. Afterwards, I'm leaving like, she ain't even know. But then it's like, okay, I don't want to get her in trouble. That might be the last time she could do that, you know, like where she miscount, you know. So it's, it's uh, you know, no more being made um, mad at, you know, myself for being like a sweetheart. So yeah. I'm naughty, but I'm a sweetheart and that won't change. That's a nice combination. Yeah, a naughty sweetheart. <laughs> A change I wouldn't mind embracing is taking our podcast to the next level mm-hmm. with more racy topics oh, got <laughs> and special guests, of course. <laughs> I uh, I know those positive changes will come sooner than we know. When I think about how far we've come already, it's like wow, you know. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> to our listeners, do you embrace change? What's the biggest change? I'm sorry, I just made that the uh, sister girl. Cause we all in the conversation, <laughs> but uh, do you, um, so do you like, as far as like, do you embrace change and are you making plans for change mm-hmm. or, you know, let us know. Yes. Yes. Fo- yes. Follow us on Instagram at nice.naughty.40. That's four zero. And join our Facebook group. Nice comma naughty and 40 spelled mm-hmm. out. Post a comment. Share how you deal with unplanned changes. Mm-hmm. We would love to know. <laughs> for now, it's about time for our motivational quote. Okay, I'll just go right into the quote. Well, it's a it's by um, an American author. I'm sure everybody know Helen Keller. Mm-hmm. 
I love her. Yeah. Um, the quote is, be happy with what you have while working on what you want. Mm-hmm. This quote means to me, um, like this is me. I am joyful because although I have goals and aspirations, I'm happy where I am now. I know, you know, it's a journey and I appreciate every twist and turn mm-hmm. of it as I'm changing for the better. So, you know, you got to be happy with what you got because yeah. God could take it away from you in this bit second. There so what does this quote mean for you, Tanya? Yeah, you know, this is such a powerful simplistic Mm -hmm. and direct quote Mm -hmm. so i want to focus on the person from which it comes like Mm -hmm. you're saying that a lot of people know who helen keller is well if you don't i mean she's well within her rights to be unhappy exactly with what she didn't have Mm -hmm. regarding her inability to see or here exactly i recall learning about her in college i'm not sure if you learned about her when you were in school Mm -hmm. and i was just captivated by her journey yes which wasn't easy i mean how many people would be i mean let alone you have uh one sense that you don't have but to have two and and back then yes yes still be able to go through with that journey her mm-hmm. positive outlook when i looked up a lot of information on her she had this positive outlook not initially but as she grew up uh, and her drive while she was able to accept what she had and it's yeah. like she allowed it to help her work towards who she wanted mm-hmm. to be you know yeah uh, so i think she's an inspiration and she, she teaches is. us that you can uh, basically be who you are while embracing who you want to be. And she learned how to use what she had mm-hmm. to get the most out of life, which I think is awesome. Yes. Until next time, whatever you do, live your best life by loving yourself.